0: Welcome back to the Letting Go and Moving Forward podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Sadiq, and I'm so excited to be with you all today. For those of you that are new to the podcast, here on this podcast, we are letting go and we are moving forward into all that God has created us to be. What are we letting go of? We're letting go of everything, everything that does not serve us. Shame, hurt, trauma, guilt, anything that is keeping us stuck in the past, keeping us stuck in our bad habits and we're now moving forward into abundance into life more abundantly that jesus died to give us i am so excited to have you here and for those returning i'm so excited to have you guys back i am excited that we are on now on episode four yay we're almost at five and that's super exciting. Like I told you guys last week, podcasting is really, it's a, really a vibe for me. I'm really, really enjoying it. And I'm just excited for this journey of sharing healing and total transformation in Christ with you all and just to pour out what I have received. And I want to hear from you guys as well. So feel free to let me know your best takeaways from today's episodes or even just from the podcast in general. But let's dive into to today's topic last week we talked about we've been talking about the stages of healing before we can start to build upon it we want to really get to the root and uproot so we've went through denial last week we did awareness and we were gonna do grieving but guess what you guys as I was preparing for this I things took a turn and I have something totally different that I want to do and I'll open up you guys to that but before I do that I just want to catch you guys up and just update you and check in a little bit and then we'll talk about how I got to a different topic. So how are things going with you all? I wanted to share a few updates for me. This week one of my children have been a little under the weather so I've been kind of navigating that and navigating my own emotions at the same time. So that has been really colorful and beautiful but God is so good right? God is good that he works all things together for our good and that he walks with us in everything that we go through. So that's one thing we could praise him for. Something really powerful that came up for me this week was talking to one of my friends and sharing that people with similar circumstances that we are experiencing right now that are challenges and difficult for us are still thriving. People with difficult situations that are similar as well as as worse, right? Because sometimes when we have difficult situations, we believe that we are unable to accomplish the things that God wants us to accomplish. Sometimes we're unable to even take care of ourselves because we're overwhelmed, but understand that there are people out there with similar or worse situations who are walking by faith and they are able to continue on in all that God is calling them to. And that doesn't mean that we always have to be at our best. God doesn't want us to perform. God is not concerned with our performance. He's not concerned with a to-do list and checking things off the box. God is more concerned with our rest in him, right? We can see that in the story of Martha and Mary, but we don't want to make excuses for ourselves. We don't want to have a woe is me attitude. And we want to remember that we are on a time limit, right? That we don't have forever in this life, that we want to do that thing today. We want to take better care of ourselves today because we sometimes say, I'll put it off tomorrow. I'll put it off till I feel better. I'll put it off. I'll put it off. I'll put it off. And that becomes a mindset that becomes where we live and putting things off rather than getting things done when we can. And what, helps us to stay in a humble place right when we're going through things is humility and gratitude right if we can remain humble and grateful that really keeps us at a wonderful place at the heart of the father at the feet of the father saying lord only you know but I'm going to do my best with the gifts you've given me I'm going to do my best with the responsibilities you've given me I'm going to do my best to do this thing right and I'm going to come to you for help That's the beautiful thing is that God isn't asking us to do things without his help. He's going to give us his help. And that's beautiful. And this word is for me as much as it is for everyone else to know that your circumstances, although it feels so overwhelming to you, you can still thrive in that. Okay, y'all. So let's jump into today's episode and kind of how I got here. I also wanted to share that we will be having a schedule because I know it's it's like something I want you guys to be able to um, lean on. So I'm going to try to consistently pop out episodes every Wednesday, right? Even if I record them on a different day, you guys will receive them in the middle of the week. So you can have your middle of the week pick me up. So I'll rec- record letting go and moving forward episodes every Wednesday. Okay, so look for, out for that. Check out the podcast on Wednesday so you can see What are we talking about? What are we letting go? What are we moving forward into? Okay. So like I was saying last week, I talked about, I had an example. And that example was someone who I coached on Clubhouse who was in her 60s and she had started her healing journey and she started to feel angry and really just hurt about all that she lost and how that was really making it difficult for her to really let go and move forward because of the grief of what she had lost. And as I was preparing the notes, I want to share with you guys how I actually this these podcasts. I spent time with the Lord all week. So God would drop these different gems. And I spent... From the time I finished the last one, I open up my heart to see what God is saying. And then I just take notes throughout the week. And then eventually one day I sit down and put everything together and let God, you know, pour into me and give me the direction. I try not to have too much detailed notes so I can really flow in the spirit, but to get an understanding of where God is leading me. So after that episode where I brought up that example, and as I was preparing my notes, I was like, this is way too much for one episode. And then I realized that, There was two concepts in that, right? Because I always go denial, awareness, grieve, acceptance, and action. And actually, no, it's denial, awareness, anger, and then grief. So that was powerful for me to see that that anger needs to be addressed separately than the grief. And a lot of times when I explain this, many people ask me, how do I grieve? And I'll talk a little bit more about why that question is asked so much, but now this is this is going to be so much more helpful in explaining this. So I'm excited to jump into our topic today. Our podcast topic today is anger, hurt, pain, and regret, letting go of that and the role that plays in our healing journey and getting to the root and uprooting that hurt, that pain, right? So we're going to be talking about the what, whys, and hows like we always do. The what is anger hurt pain and regret letting go of that and uh, the why why okay so we all know that these emotions that I just named off, anger, hurt, pain, regret, they're considered bad emotions, right? When we think about emotions in general, there are some that are good, I'm happy, I'm joyful, those are good, right? And then I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm hurt, that those are considered bad. But the truth is that emotions are not neither bad nor good, they are neutral. And that's a big part of the problem. So why is that we first need to acknowledge that emotions are neutral, they're not bad or good, right? anger is a good emotion hurt is a good emotion that's an emotion that god is allowing your body to feel that is an emotion that god wants to use to speak to you but i think i'm a little bit more into the how so i'm going to stay here in the why right so why before i jump in i want to share with you guys that this uh podcast episode is really near and dear to my life because this is one of the biggest things that i struggle with in my life was anger Um, If you know me, then you know that I struggle with anger so bad, especially in my younger years. And um, so when I talk about the whys, they're really close to my heart because they're exactly what I've experienced, exactly the the hurt and the pain that I put out in the world against other people. If I look back, I remember I stopped fighting maybe my second year of college. I was like, okay, this ain't this ain't it. Right. And my. At some point, I counted how many times I have fought in my entire life from when I was young all the way to that time. And it was like 24 fights, right? I used to fight so much, and that was misdirected anger. That was anger from my molestation. That was anger at the root of abandonment and rejection that I felt. But rather than healing at the root, I was misdirecting my anger into the wrong direction, into hurting other people, right? And into hurting myself, because literally every time I would get in a fight, I would cry after, because it was really just something I didn't want to do, right? And if I think about who I am now, I really don't like violence at all. So it's so weird to me, looking back, that I could fought, have fought that much because I don't like violence. I really don't even like speaking in a loud tone, when, from a from an aggressive place, right? When I'm podcasting, you know, I love to be fun and speak, but speaking in a loud t- tone in and in a way of aggression, I don't like that either, right? Um, res- on the receiving end or on the giving end, so you know, the whys will jump into that is because anger is one of the most dangerous emotions if misdirected and mishandled, right? Because oftentimes if we have anger, it can turn into rage. If we look at the television from last night and we look at the crimes that were committed from person to person we see that anger oftentimes is at a root of all those crimes right in our society we can see how anger over the years you know in history how damaging anger can be right when misdirected we see that anger continues to traumatize and continue the cycle of trauma right so we know that anger you know is not a good emotion to have and it's 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 And and I said it's not a good emotion to have. It is a good emotion to have. It is not a good emotion when it is misdirected, right? Are unprocessed, are not released. And we'll dive into that a little more. But I've definitely been on the receiving end of anger. And I've been on the rage, And I've been on the giving end of anger and rage to others. So the whys are very important because we need to be healed ourselves we need to help and heal others and then we also need to have a healed world so that we can pass on a better world for the generations to come and even just for us so that we can be here and live in peace to the best of our ability we'll never be able to wipe out this issue of anger it's a sin right but we can all take accountability for ourselves and start to process our anger in the way that god intended the bible says be angry and sin not Right? And I forgot to grab the scripture. Be angry and sin not. But God is letting us know that anger is valid, right? It's okay to be angry. To say that we're not going to be angry, well, that's going against the word of God, right? That would be unbelief. But the Bible's telling you be angry, but sin not. Sinning is expressing that anger to hurt someone else, right? Sinning is letting it turn into rage and starting to murder and kill. Sinning is ra- raging out on people, yelling at people, screaming at people. But Having the anger within you, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because God gave us these emotions. So I wanted to dive a little deeper into the whys in regards to letting go and moving forward podcast. A big reason why this comes up in the stages of healing is because this is going to play a key role in us releasing and letting go of the pain, the hurt, the guilt, the trauma, the shame, all the things that we're letting go of so that we can move forward into all that God has called us to be. This anger, right? Not just the concept of anger, but actually allowing ourselves to be angry plays a big role in that, right? So looking back for me, I'm a domestic violence survivor. So I've experienced anger. um, I've experienced that abuse. I've experienced that in my life, like I I share with you guys as well. And then we're going to jump into a little bit of the hows. Okay. So the what, the why, the why is so that we can heal, so that we can no longer hurt others, so that we can avoid unhealthy relationships. We can avoid being the aggressors in these relationships. And then the the how, right? So first, the first how is understanding that emotions are not only neutral, but they are safe, right? So anger is a safe emotion. Many of us, like myself, emotions were something where you you don't want to show emotions, right? We don't want to be weak. You, you want to be strong all the time. And we feel like emotion is a sign of weakness, which is far from the truth. God gave us emotions to help us navigate ourselves and take care of ourselves. So first and foremost, understand that emotions are safe. Even to begin to acknowledge anger, many people don't want to go there because it feels unsafe to even begin to process your anger. Right. So understand that emotions are safe. They are neutral. Right. They help us. They help us to understand what we're feeling. They help us understand the decisions that we need to make in a relationship. If we are continuing to come up against um, friction with someone or tension with someone, our emotion of anger is letting us know that maybe we need to set better boundaries or maybe we need to walk away from that relationship. Right. When we're angry, that sometimes is a inner note that we need to make a decision we need to do something different so that we can no longer fear feel that anger right so there's a reason why we have anger and when we're in touch with it then we're able to make the decision that we need to make it helps us anger is usually hurts bodyguard so anger is usually the byproduct of another emotion Right. It's a secondary emotion. It's another emotion that we're not processing. Sometimes we have regret and then we're angry. Sometimes we have hurt and then we're angry. Sometimes we're in pain and then we're angry. So we need to be in touch with our anger so that we can get to the root. Right. We can get to the root of that pain. We can get to the root of that hurt. So we use that anger to navigate and start to walk backwards and say, well, why am I angry? And ultimately, there's probably hurt at the root of that. Most of the time there actually is hurt right? So we can use anger in a good way, right? And we have to feel our anger. So I'll go back to my story and tie this all in to why it's going to be this new stage of healing. So for me, I shared in the first episode that what a big part of what, um, Led me to start this podcast was my journey. I I was living with complex PTSD for 24 years and I didn't know it. And what led me to this recovery journey of actually even finding out and healing from it was I was being hospitalized for these complex PTSD crises where my brain was shut off, actually, the prefrontal cortex, the rational thinking part of my brain, right? And this is most anyone that struggles my rational part of my brain, which is the prefrontal cortex, and sometimes people call it the prefrontal lobe, would shut off, right? And I would go into these crises where I literally would be what the world would consider like crazy, right? For that moment, I wouldn't have access to my rational brain. And then when the crisis was over, I would come back to my normal self and, you know, wouldn't really understand what happened so I went through this really extensive healing journey after I found out I had complex PTSD I started to do the research and I was able to discover what I needed to do to heal so ultimately in on that journey a big part was getting to a place of anger right I've shared some of the other things that went went in on that process, but getting to a place of anger. And I talked about having a lot of misdirected anger as a child, right? From ages nine up to uh, 26, you know, fighting all the time, right and then looking back oh maybe not 26 sorry like 19 and um fighting all that time but that was misdirected right so when it was time to heal I had to actually allow myself to feel the full intensity of the anger that I should have processed uh, about the hurt that I had from my trauma right so in the stage of healing There was a time where I needed to intensify that anger and I didn't necessarily need to intensify the anger, but the anger intensified because I began to process the experiences that I actually went through, right? So instead of expressing that anger outward unto other people, I was now digging inward to the root of my soul and feeling the true anger that I should have felt years ago, right? So waking up to the reality of the true pain, the true hurt, the true regret that I felt right? So I had to go down deep into my molestation. Although I had talked about my molestation over the years, I had I had spoken out about it. I had wrote Facebook posts about it. I had wrote about it even in a book, right? And my book is The Unfailing Love of God. Big ups to my book. You guys look, go on Amazon or go on my website and order it. But I had spoke about molestation, right? So it wasn't that I was unable to speak about it. But there was so much more to the molestation that i hadn't even begin to process for i'll give you guys a couple of points so when you're processing your trauma and when you're releasing it you have to go down to the details right there was so much more that happened before and after i was molested and all of that was a part of the anger that i was feeling as well as what needed to be processed and we're going to talk about processed next week but first and foremost the my molestation happened at night. So there was already a lot of fear around that. It happened in a very, it was wrong the way that it happened. Even the fact that I was in a position to be molested, that was wrong. And then what happened after it right? There was a time where I was dragged down a flight of concrete stairs after I was molested. So that was another thing that happened, right? And then there was also my dad coming to see me and leaving me and me thinking that he was aware of what happened when he wasn't. But as a nine-year-old, these experiences all were things that were unprocessed. And I know these don't sound like a big deal from as an adult, but when you go back to a little girl experiencing molestation, being down, being dragged down concrete stairs and watching her father walk away from her. Well, there's a lot of anger that that nine-year-old girl felt, right? So when you heal, you have to get in touch with exactly what happened to you. And that is going to bring up anger, right? That is going to bring up a lot of anger because now you're really in touch with what you experienced and the level of impact that that truly had on you as a child in the moment that it took place right so that brought up a lot of anger for me even the whole idea of getting to the realization that somebody was watching my young body right somebody was preying on me somebody was looking at me in a sexual way when I was just a little girl right and that's something I had never thought about Right. But when I had to process my trauma and I had to get down to the nitty gritty, I had to realize, like, I was preyed on. That was wrong. That was wrong on so many levels. And I was able to be angry about it. I was able to be angry about being dragged down those stairs. I was angry about being pulled out of my bed in the middle of the night. I was angry that my dad walked away. And although that wasn't his intention, I was mad about it. I was mad that I was left in the same place with my abuser for months, if not years at a time after the abuse. I was mad that none of the officials helped me, that the school who knew about it did not remove me or did not remove him. I was angry. And I needed to finally feel that anger in its full capacity. I needed to be angry at my parents for not knowing that I had complex PTSD. I needed to be angry. The Bible says be angry, but sin not. The Bible didn't say act like it doesn't hurt, right? So I had to be angry in order to get to a place that I could begin to heal. So anger hurt, pain, and regret, they have a role. They have a place. And we have to validate that, right? From the place where it happened, from a nine-year-old girl's perspective, how did that situation, how did that assault and that abuse impact me? Now that's where we get to the wounds. That's where when we're at the root, when we can feel it in its full capacity, when we can intensify those emotions, What are you actually forgiving? Years ago, I thought I'd forgive my abuser fully, right? But I didn't even know that I was still dealing with the effects of that abuse. I didn't know that he changed the trajectory of my mind. I didn't know that my whole body was affected by that. So I had to go through a whole other forgiveness process. And I'm still in that process today. And maybe I'll always be in that process of forgiving him for the rest of my life. But he is human and he deserves forgiveness, right? But I can't just put a bandage on it and say, well, I forgive you. I forgive everything that happened to me without acknowledging acknowledging the impact of the abuse that you experienced. Acknowledging the impact of the, the neglect that you experienced. So anger serves a place and we don't have to be afraid of our anger right we have to move in with into our anger with help we have to have safe spaces where we can process our anger that may be a relative that may be a friend that may be a book that may be a journal that may be therapy you have to really look at what did this situation cost me how much did it cost me it cost you a lot it was not right and there has to be that moment where you're validated finally. That anger that I was misdirecting onto other people was valid. Although I was sinning, because the Bible said be angry and sin not, it was valid. And that was my time in my healing to acknowledge it. Right? Understand that your anger is valid and get closer to it. I had to dig up, I remember... As I was understanding how to recover, I started to watch documentary, documentaries on sexual abuse. I started to watch different things that could bring up the emotions for me. I had to get closer because I was so far away from it for so many years. I had to wake up to the experiences so I watched I allowed myself to process it I did workbooks on the sexual abuse not just that on so much other stuff but I'm just gonna stay with that today I digged it up right I I watched a movie um I forgot her name about a girl who did a documentary series and she traveled the world and interviewed different uh sexual abuse survivors I watched a movie um I think it was called I forgot what it was a call, but I know it. T.D. Jakes had a part of it, and it was about sexual abuse as well. And just whatever it could be that could bring that emotion, that could bring me in touch with that nine-year-old girl again, right? That nine-year-old girl again, right? That is what I did. You have to get closer to it. You have to wake up to it and know that this time we're not going to direct our anger onto others. We're going to find healthy ways to cope with it. You are in control. Right. So you have to know when it's time to pull away from it, to pull away from it and to go back into it, to pull away from it and go back into it. Healing is not a linear journey and it is okay to take rest. It's okay to take breaks from it. Right. And that's why it's important to be well supported so that we can be aware of when we need those breaks. Right. Make sure you ask for help and make sure you don't leave any details on the table. Right. Don't say I'll process this, but I'm not going to deal with this. No, you have to deal with it all and allow yourself to fully feel your experience. Allow yourself to intensify that anger. Right. To its full capacity. And that is going to be so helpful. Next week, we're going to dive into releasing, letting go. Right. Grieving. Right. And I'm telling you all, this is the big stuff. Eventually, we're going to dive into letting go and moving forward of so much, but we are setting the foundation of getting to the root and really uprooting this, really uprooting it out of our lives. So allowing yourself to fully feel that there was even in my, uh, in my abusive relationship, right? I had to dig up those experiences. I had to come to terms with, I was a part of a domestic violence relationship. And I had to get angry about that as well, right? So digging things up to allow yourself to fully feel what it is that you felt. Sometimes your dad was in prison your whole life and you've forgiven and you have never really acknowledged and processed, you were my parent that God gave to me. You made a decision to bring me into this world. You should have taken care of me. You should have been there for me. You should have made decisions that didn't affect my life. You can validate yourself. And it's okay to be angry about the fact that someone dropped the ball on your life. That someone did not give you what you deserved, right, of having a parent in your life. You have to allow yourself to feel that in its full intensity, right? So I wanted to share a couple of things And then next week, we're going to, like, figure out what do we do with all this, right? It's so important on this journey, especially as you guys are listening to this stuff, to make sure you take care of yourself. That you eat well, you sleep well, you get some exercise, that you take care of your body as you're going through this healing journey, as you're acknowledging things, as you're becoming aware of things, right? You have to get in touch with what you went through and say, I was neglected, right? I was abused, And it was wrong, right? My my abuser robbed me of my identity and I'm angry and know that it's okay. As far as we don't misdirect that anger, we process and we release it. And next week, we're going to dive all into that stage of grieving and cleansing ourselves. And how do we actually get rid of this pain, hurt, shame, guilt, all these different things that we don't want to carry on into the next season? How do we unpack it and let it go? And I'm so excited to share all that with you guys. Leave me a comment. Let me know your biggest takeaway from today and how you're enjoying this podcast. And then also leave a rating so we can find out how you guys are really liking this. Right? I'm so excited to be on this journey with you guys. Thank you for being here at the Letting Go and Moving Forward podcast. And I look forward to next week. And opening up another episode. Episode 5, you guys, this is going super fast, right? Go To unlocking another episode with you guys. Of healing, wholeness, and freedom in Christ. I love you and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.